It's the morning DNA for, uh, what is it? I don't July know. July 5th, 2021. I am Aaron Dice for the Man of Single Black Shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, and we're here to find out what this beautiful day is made of, aside from 4th of July hangover. Yeah. Aside from that. 100%. I've got that. I haven't spoken <laughs> yet this morning, so I sound like a man today. And hmm. I just got out of the shower, so I'm feeling like extra loopy. I mm -hmm. took a way too hot shower, the kind that makes you a little dizzy. So I'm like, hey guys, right. <laughs> good morning, woo! Now, <laughs> if you don't know, uh, I, I will go ahead and, and brag on Danae a little bit because I was there yesterday. Danae hosted like two dozen people at her home uh, throughout the 4th of July celebration and you were on top of it like you were helping everybody with everything getting food out getting dishes in the dishwasher unloading dishes then getting more dishes in the dishwasher like you were just like insane. <laughs> you were insane host woman and it was incredible and absolutely astonishing so great job hey <laughs> thank you uh yeah it was astonishing i am amazed what i am capable of <laughs> I feel like I was actually like four or five people at the same time. Yeah. Um, it was the first party get together that we've had official, like official. We've had maybe like five people over tops before and they were family for like a Christmas celebration. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, we have wanted to have a gathering of some kind for like six or seven years now, but mm -hmm. we lived out in a different city for so long and having everyone drive out there is just, you know, people don't want to drive 35, 40 miles to go hang out sometimes. And I super right. get it. Right. But we're closer now. And then we haven't been able to have anyone over because of pandemic. So we had a fully vaccinated 4th of July uh, celebration yesterday. And it was a come and go as you please all day long. So all it's, day I long. think people started showing up around. Well, we have guests that are staying here with us. And then we had people start showing up around, I want to say like 1.30 or 2 for lunch. And so we were cooking burgers and stuff for lunch. And then, of course, when dinner came around, it was another round of food and uh, trips over to the pool and all this kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, it was a very activity-filled day. But it felt really good to serve people, I guess. We just haven't had a chance to do mm -hmm. that. We haven't had a chance to. And we, when we went to bed last night, it was genuinely like, we did it. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> Nonstop. I did not sit down for more than five minutes all day long. Yeah. So yeah. I have to tell you, my body loves me and hates me at the same time. I feel really strong. Like, wow, I did that body. And then my body's also mm -hmm. like, why? <laughs> so <laughs> what have you done? What to did me? you do to me? But I do yeah. have to say we had we uh, Justin did a fantastic job because he did all the shopping and he messaged my dad to ask my dad how to find the perfect watermelon. Because oh. it's always a thing. You can't see inside. You don't know what it is. <laughs> you, um, you don't have watermelon x-ray vision. Yeah, and my dad was like, oh, you know, go to like a, one of those shops on the like uh, kiosks on the side of the road thing where they sell fresh produce and ask them. Um, and also something about knocking on it and listening for an answer. Mm -hmm. are, are you Hello? delicious? Hello, uh, please don't eat me. I'm a living thing. I'm sentient. Oh my God. It was such a good watermelon. He did fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I know it, it was good because the second I walked in the door, your lovely daughter was like, Aaron, you going to try the watermelon? You going to try the watermelon? <laughs> yeah. It was really freaking good. Eat a piece of watermelon. There's watermelon. Eat a piece. I had to do the thing at the end of the day where I was like, okay, I have this massive melon and we've only eaten part of it. Mm-hmm. So then I had to find a container large enough and it was at the end of the day, I was exhausted, but wanting to get the kitchen back to normal. So in the morning it felt like a normal house again. Mm -hmm. So we we're kind of determined. We we're co-tackling the kitchen. Iris literally passed out on the floor, hardwood floor. She's just laying on the floor. She's totally asleep. <laughs> I so, believe it. I believe it. And uh, I had, a, I found a container and I'm, I'm doing the thing where you like you cut up, you take the cut up pieces of watermelon and you put them in the container. Mm -hmm. and you're trying to kind of arrange them to where they're in a decent order or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm cutting up the rest of the watermelon to try to make it match shape in the container. Mm -hmm. 
But then I'm also realizing I'm gonna run out of room. So I just start scooping raw melon and just slapping it in the container. And then at the very end, I take the lid and just pressed it on top. <laughs> it's not a great just thing with watermelon though. You know, it was a little, it, there was a little bit of give because it was- There was a little bit of squishiness. I don't know what's gonna happen when I it, open it up, but- It did this little thing. And then at the bottom, the juice, because it's a clear uh -huh. container and you can mm -hmm. see the juices begin. So I have yeah, watermelon just it starts juice. starts rising uh -huh. as, you, as you close yep. it. 100%. It was fantastic and I loved it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to come over and, yeah, no, and experience it, really it. We'll talk more about it soon because I think yeah. that's part of your topic and my topic. I believe it. I believe it is. I believe it is. Mm -hmm. I did have a, an interesting experience yesterday with a mutual uh, UK friend uh, where he texted me happy treason day uh, yesterday. And uh, I texted oh, back, thanks. I'll pour some tea down the sink in your honor. Oh uh, <laughs> shoot! Did you? We had tea. You did have tea. We should have. We should have sent. It. Yeah, I mean, we should have had a um like a moment. Mm -hmm. We should have sent a video just yeah. pouring tea. <laughs> that would that would have been great. That would have been great. Ah, uh, well, you want to shoot a dough? Want to yeah, get into it? it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, well, so wait, we, wait, wait, okay. wait. No, you're fine. You're fine. You I said know, yes. Take it back. Feel free. I know. I did it all whatever. the time. I did it all the time. I do want to hear at the top of the show, um, podcast listeners, just something you have to endure. Hi, chat. Hi, live chat. It's good to see you. Um, we have all kinds of people that are popping in, and I just wanted to say hi to them all. It so. is nice. I, it is one of those wonderful things, uh, doing the show live. And, I, you know, there are still people who listen to this as a podcast only. We totally understand that. Uh, we know that that we kind of see this as a, a weekly uh, or sometimes more than weekly video show now, and that the podcast is a, is kind of an arm of that. Um, but it is really cool to pop in here and just see everybody come, you know, hang out. So, so yeah, including said UK friend who apparently yeah, said, is said UK friend us. is on my Twitch right now. If anyone wants to pop on a Twitch and, and give that man some crap, be great. So, so there you go. Be great. Uh, we're going to do the D and A and you will have a D topic and an A topic and as many U topics as we want to get through. Uh, so Danae's gonna present a topic, that's the D topic. I'm gonna present a topic, that's the A topic. And then you can ask us any questions you want, uh, offer any topics you have that you uh, would want to discuss with us. And uh, we will we will do our best uh, to get to as many as we can uh, towards the end of the show. But Danae gets to start us off. Danae, what is your topic for today? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, although it's, I do feel bad because Ian walked unexpected. in the tail end. <laughs> Ian walked in the tail end of that. Uh, we were giving you crap because of the text that you sent to Aaron yesterday. We literally just said that and then you showed up in chat. So yeah, it was really a weird Candyman situation. Um, you know, we mentioned your name and, and then you, you appeared. Uh, so yes, anyhow, we were saying we should pour some tea down. Sorry the about that. Pour some a tea, little... shot a video of pouring some tea down mm -hmm. the sink and send it to you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, sorry about that, Aaron. Okay, my topic is the same exact thing I talked about last week, except for it's about hosting a party of 22 people. Yay! <laughs> you didn't even change the text? Mm -mm. No, because it literally is the same freaking thing. I, we'll talk about it then. I think, I think, <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought last week I was really proud of myself about something that I couldn't mm -hmm. top. I don't know where my topic went. It just went away. Mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. But then are you changing it? You're mm -hmm. changing it. I know you and I know that smirk. <laughs> You're doing something. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I was just trying, uh -huh. you know, listen, listen. There. I see. Yep. Yep. Except about I just want to make it more clear <laughs> as to what the topic was. Last, so I talked about how I was really proud of some things that I've been doing mm -hmm. and some things that I've been tackling. Yeah. And then to follow it up the very next week with the amount of things I did for this party, which we don't have to talk about because we've already discussed it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what happened to me. It was as if I was multiple people doing multiple things at the same time. I was in every room of the house. I mm -hmm. just, I like ascended to some sort of mm -hmm. level of existence that no, I, I didn't, That's it was what craziness. I was gonna say. I, mm -hmm. I was, you were, you were. Literally um, everywhere. Have you seen Soul yet? Whether you have or not, mm. uh, you were you were in the zone. You you ascended out of your body, and you were <laughs> in that that world, that aura of I am 
here, but I am present elsewhere, like in so many places doing so many things. Like you looked different. Like I looked at you and it was like, oh, she is, she is, um, you know, uh, what it, whatever the, uh, the gif is of the, all the equations and the, you know, you, you were uh, like the, the calculating yeah, meme. Yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. in Lotus position ascended and just taking care of everything. It's different. That was the feeling I got. The project in this case is different. Like project last time was just assembling, organizing my pantry, which thank freaking God I did because mm -hmm. I knew where everything was, but it was, it was like next level. So you walk into one room, there's like six or seven people discussing something around a table. You walk in the next mm -hmm. room, there's four or five people discussing something else. And you go into the next room and there's three children, uh, five, four, and three all doing their thing and an infant um, that is going from person to person or sleeping. You've got some people in the basement and you've got dogs that are afraid of noise and fireworks. So they're being drugged and cuddled uh, and everyone needs food or drink or mm -hmm. attention or something, you know? And so, and the kids, oh my God, they need, they need all kinds of things, but it's amplified when you've got just this, the energy in the house it was like fireworks inside, and then you would turn around and go outside. We'll talk about that in a second, but we'll, you go around, and it's just more fireworks, and it was this culmination building all evening, mm -hmm. just this energy that was just amping up, and I just rode that wave. I mean, there was a moment when the kids lulled, and they wanted to go outside, and I just thought, you know, I keep tubes, those shipping tubes for like posters and stuff, the uh, long ones that are really thick, and I have all of these various shaped um, balls that we've collected, both tennis balls for the dogs, but then also um, like just other sensory balls from when Iris was little. Uh, mm -hmm. When we get stuff, sometimes there's just like various little balls that come with it and I keep all of those. So mm -hmm. we ended up playing an impromptu game where each of the three children was holding a tube and funneled it through the slats in the porch and I was down on the patio and they're shooting balls on the patio and I'm running around grabbing them and throwing them back up to them. And it's just like the squeals and peals of laughter. And they were screaming so happily and so loudly. I was sure someone on the other side of the sliding door could hear. No one could hear because on the inside, everyone's having conversation. There's food everywhere. And when mm -hmm. something would, and then I'd walk into the house and I would see that the chips were getting low or something. I just go around and fill and I was, I was literally everywhere. It was well. Add to insane. this the fact that you are doing massage therapy on all I of your did. guests I as well. I did. I actually gave almost every single person a back rub. <laughs> They're like, "What kind of a party is this? Where I come to your house and you also massage my back?" It was amazing. Yeah. 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 My uh, one of my favorite moments with the kids was uh, just how into the the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse songs. Uh, they decided to get together and I mean, it, thank God for that. It right? was, well, it was one of those things where like they had this game they were playing basically where when the song would come on, they'd all, you know, get up and dance around and jump and scream the lyrics or whatever. And then as soon as it was over, they would just scurry back to the couch and take their yeah. seats. And it was, it was like, adorable. So at the end of the evening, you know, the kids were really, we were all getting pretty tired and the fireworks were about to start. And last year, for all of them, they were really afraid of fireworks, but they had been going off throughout the day. They'd been at the pool, and so they're going off while they're at the pool, just literally 500 feet away. There's people mm -hmm. putting, you know, throwing off fireworks. And so they had kind of been a little desensitized to the explosion sounds, which was a relief. Um, and yeah, so it was a, it was a mad, it was a madhouse hosting. When we got to the evening, I was like, is this gonna go south? where they're all crying and terrified like they were last year. But I think it was just enough noise and activity that we were able to actually um, enjoy the fireworks too. But we had Mickey Mouse going during the fireworks. So they would be watching Mickey Mouse, figuring out what was gonna happen on that show, running to the windows, peeking outside, opening the door, looking at the firework explosions, and then coming back around. It was just this activity filled. And I think, I know we talked about this last week, so I'm not expecting a lot of interaction or anything, but I think what I wanted to say is um, there are just these like, these kind of moments in time where you really surprise yourself. And I genuinely surprised myself. I've hosted parties before. I've been MC at a party before and I've organized events before. It's just been a long time. Mm -hmm. And I've not done it in my own home with my kid and 
22 people that's that's my family like that was mm -hmm. mostly family i only had three friends over um yeah. and we just haven't seen each other and this was the first time for a lot of them to see each other all in one space and so that just this energy of just excitement of reconnecting was there and it was like a i don't know it was it was one of the highlights i think i'm gonna have of this house was our first true like fireworks party um, yeah. it's a lot and it was exciting. And at the end of the night, my husband announced that we were going to do this every year. So I have cool. that to look forward to. <laughs> well, I will tell you on the way home, my wife said, I hope they do this every year. So there you go. We um, are apparently so. going to do this every year. I just give me a second. I need to take another drink. <laughs> no, it was, it was amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. you did good. I would love to hear as far as responses go. I think there's something uh, a little bit, um, you know, topic adjacent that you're talking about, about being in the zone of something. Like, when's a time you remember just like, oh, I am, you know, what is that thing that you get in the zone with, whether it be hosting a party yeah. or, you know, like you just, you're kind of outside your own mind and you're just, you know, uh, doing it um, for, you know, sports. There's a lot of that in sports. Um, there are, you know, moments of performance. Uh, I remember a particular... Uh, performance of um, Pygmalion in high school where I just felt like I was in the zone and I was the character and like I just I didn't have to think about my lines or you know like it was all just in in there you know so there are those moments where we have you know times when we're in the zone um, so yeah I'd be interested in hearing people's uh, opinions on that if there are any yeah this would have been good I, I should have what I should have done is I should have messaged you this morning and been like I am literally just a zombie at the moment. <laughs> yeah, what what yeah. do you think I should talk about today? Call the cranberries. <laughs> today is a zombie. Ooh, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have the zone moments. That's a really good point too. You do sort of just like get into the zone and then you come out of it and you're like, okay, that was literally the entire day. Mm -hmm. Where did it go? It is gone now. And yeah, you kind of have like yeah. bits and flashes, right? Like there's yeah. because you are so in the moment of every moment and what is needed of you in that moment and what you're doing in that moment, you almost look back on it as if it happened to someone like else. A dream. That's what yeah. I'm saying is it feels like someone else. It feels like I have a bird's eye view of me just walking around the house, even though it was, you know, me straight out. And, I, you know, there's also something else, too, when you get to a certain point where the people around you. There was no like crazy fighting and even my husband and I was just, we we're just doing stuff. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to think too much about it all. It just sort of, we all just did our thing. And um, one of the other great things about moments like this, and I hope I really genuinely hope you guys have them is Justin and I were talking about the different things we could also do. And I said, you know what though, we're gonna have a house full of people who are going to want to help. And every single person that came over said, what can I do? And so it was just a make yourself comfortable, grab stuff when you see it. And it people just made themselves happy. If they needed something, they would go grab it. Or we, we always had a helpful hand, which was uh, also- Yeah, it's like, hey, there's a donut great. box here. I wonder if there are donuts inside. <laughs> and there were, so I yep. ate one. Good. Yeah, Justin picked up the donut box at the end of the day and was like, wow, they're almost all gone. That's amazing. And mm -hmm. like bags of chips. I think it was 20, I think it was 26 burgers and like in the teens, uh, hot dogs and like root beer floats and bags of chips and veggie trays and watermelon. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. it was a lot and it was almost all gone by the end of the day. And that's also really cool when you plan and you get the food right. That's always really cool. Elizabeth says, we're typically working alone in the store. So I had five different customers and I was able to get everyone situated and get them in and out of the store in a timely manner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the that's zone. the ticket. Just like you're here. You need this. I got you. Here's <laughs> your yeah. Totally good. Totally good. And you're able to get their engravings done as well. See, it's just amazing what we are capable mm -hmm. of. Yep. I do have to tell you, Aaron, and, and anyone who, who has a child, Iris is still asleep. Yeah. It is almost, it's 9.30. She's still mm -hmm. passed out. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. Because <laughs> y'all, it might be a situation today's show might be the first show where Iris just walks in in her PJs and is like, ah! <laughs> Because <laughs> she's home today, so we'll could, see. Be. Uh -huh. could be, could uh, be, mm. yeah, 
Yeah, my wife is home today off work as well. So, you know, might be the same kind of situation here. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Craig says, in the zone moment when I have those uh, headsets on and get ready to do a radio show, I'm totally locked in at that point. That's bad, though, because I have co-hosts that want to talk to me and I'm just like, I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to expand your zone to include your co-hosts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, zones are interesting when everybody else disappears and potentially they mm -hmm. shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like this from uh, Breezy Lady B. Heard at the food table. If we are out of buns, just use the burger on a donut. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do one of those. Do one of those. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but uh, I hear some people like that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, gosh. So there you go. Uh, yep. Let's see. What's Nick have to say? I was playing the Kingdom Hearts uh, Sephitheroth battle. He's the hardest boss in the game, and my roommates slowly started uh, in to watch. When I beat him, they cheered, and I didn't even realize people <gasps> were watching. That oh is my exactly God. what we're talking about. That's fun. Like You just mm -hmm. kind of turn around. <gasps> video games. I have definitely been in some video game zones, Tetris zones. I have been in Tetris zones where it's just like, the world just disappears and it's all about what the next piece is and where it goes and how you set up the the tetris and is the line coming soon like yeah i've definitely been in some video game zones that's a good one yeah and sometimes not the good kind where you're like oh my dogs haven't been let outside for eight hours <laughs> oh it's oh, thursday already <laughs> i need to eat something <laughs> my body's mad at me mm-hmm yeah Yep, yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun experience. Definitely a fun experience. Oh, see, Jets is saying that uh, it was very Midwest of me to say that the donuts, uh, to use donuts as buns. I didn't actually say that. Someone else said that. You forget, I didn't actually get to sit down at any tables yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there Today, you don't know this, but uh, <clears throat> if Danae were to pan down to her feet, she actually just has nubs uh, below just her ankles from, now. Just rotting just, around. Just, yeah, just absolutely wore her feet down my my 90 uh, year old grandmother was here um yesterday and she kind of got to see the family this is probably something i should have thought about talking about more and maybe i can ponder this for another topic but i think it was neat for her to see the family still getting together still celebrating and just all the fun and she's at that age where she can't get up and move around and join us at different rooms um so she just kind of had got to sit in the comfortable chair and observe and kind of be served. And there was one point in time I came over and said, do you need anything? And I sat down and, and she's like, oh, I think I'm going to have some um, dessert next. And I was like, okay. And I went to get up and she put her hand out and she's like, no, not just yet. You can just sit here for a minute and talk with me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I do want to sit and talk to you because I didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to socialize mm -hmm. as much. Yep. But that was really cool. I think she could kind of tell as somebody who has hosted many parties herself that when you're the host, you don't really get to just chill out yeah. in a moment. So yeah. it was yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I felt like I was in the zone uh, when I presented uh, the table with my three step. Program okay, we're moving on for to Aaron. Oh, hey, I just hey, what, 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 what? I'm just three step. Pro I just muted him. Um, I really appreciate you guys being here on the uh, this show. <laughs> Did you freeze or are you just so mad you're being really still? Oh, no. I don't know how to unmute you. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> I'm not mad. Uh -huh. I'm not mad. It's just funny because you like you you think things that aren't political are political. That's all. It was, there's nothing political about I what I was about to say. I literally am just giving. I don't know what you said at the table at all. I'm just yeah. giving you crap. Yeah. Go go for it. Tell everyone. No, what it's one you of my, it is one of my favorite things, and I do kind of get in a zone where I'm like, listen, our conversations about government and the idea of how governmental systems can be helped and changed doesn't have to be a political uh, partisan conversation. It can be a conversation about what reforms help everyone to have a better government so yeah so i presented my my three-point process to destabilize polarization in the american political process so, yeah 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 there was yeah. a lot of interesting discussion happening in every corner of the room um my favorite discussions i came in on were the ones that were happening between the five four and three-year-old though those were fantastic <laughs> <laughs> always those are always the best um greg does ask this which we can do before we move on which is could okay. you please tell me about the dessert table i need to know in depth what was on that table um i think the dessert so 
the the dessert counter it's a a, a cool marble counter and uh there were desserts all over it it was very chaotic there wasn't one specific table it was just a chaos there were bags of chips and remnants of uh trays of like vegetables and all this kind of stuff but then like intermingled intermingled in there was there was there really to the left the far left was nutter butters right uh, after that were the uh oreos were, were right oh after that gosh. there was some sort of pecan cookie oh yeah that's on the other was, side i was thinking was, on the opposite so those side three cookies, yeah, yeah, yeah. those three cookies were side by side side by then side you, yep and then you had the do- box of donuts box of donuts was there then you had the bags of chips there was a vegetable tray sitting very lonely on but the then end. Be- behind that was a big bowl of uh, dessert my mm-hmm. mother made, which yep. is it, the strawberry shortcake. She calls it crack kind of- in the chat. She called it strawberry well, it's, crack. It's delicious, and you can't quit eating it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so. like a it's a vanilla pudding, and is it angel food cake? And, and then there, strawberries. And then there was the uh, the plate of beautifully decorated cookies, like star cookies, square cookies, with like beautiful decorated icings. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty much what was going on there. There was another kind of like I didn't have any, but it was like a cake kind of dessert. Like maybe it had blueberries on it. Oh yes, that um, was a some kind of a streusel someone had purchased, a, like yeah. a cake streusel. Then and they had put some yeah. fresh strawberries or fresh. Uh, uh, blueberries in, in it as well. Look, if you need to know the layout of the dessert spread, you know which of us to ask. I'm just saying there's one of us who <laughs> who probably was very aware mm-hmm. of the yeah. dessert spread. Uh, Nick says, you're making me sad. I just assumed that Danae would have 12 different tater tots. Not tot a tater tot dishes. in sight. No Not tater, tater tots tot in, in sight. This morning I woke up and I thought I should have had some sort of noodle salad. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of a cold noodle salad I could have pulled out of the refrigerator and everyone yeah. could have had a, yeah. a noodle based salad at one point. Welcome to human nature. I absolutely slayed this party. What's the one thing I could have done better? Noodles. A noodle salad. <laughs> noodles. I didn't even think about tater tots. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to disappoint. Uh, ready for the A topic? Let's do it. When's the time you willfully put yourself in danger the most? Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to think of a time in your life where you said, yep, I know this is dangerous. I'm doing it anyway. Um, now, for me, somebody who is very danger averse, uh, these stories are few and far between, <laughs> but my... Biggest one does involve the 4th of July. Uh, I did help set off a citywide uh, fireworks display. My brother-in-law's uh, family is in charge of their city's uh, fireworks display, and they needed an extra hand to load the bombs into the cannons. And, uh, you know, I did that, and I, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die that night Uh but I did not. But yeah, I don't know if you know some of those, like they are concreted in, you know, this big bombs that you 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 lower in by the fuse and then, you know, three fingered Pete comes by and lights all the 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 fuses and uh and man, the explosions were I, insane. So, I overheard yeah. Jen, uh my friend Jen, explaining to someone that where she grows up, they set off massive bomb fireworks, right? Mm-hmm. But the one of the people that trains the kids on how to do them first puts a firecracker or a, like a stronger one inside of a potato, lights it, and they all watch what happens to the potato. And he says, that's what happens to your hand if you don't let go. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody, nobody is injured because they're like, oh God, you know, because you can see the damage. Um, Yeah. But it's just like uh, the first one I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. The second one I had the, for the thought for the first time, wait, didn't just something, something just explode in this tube? Like I'm putting another live round into a tube with embers in it. Like what is going on? <laughs> it's going to immediately set on fire. Yeah. So yeah, that was probably my, uh, the most I ever willfully put myself in danger. Um, let's see. Nick says, 
My wife, uh, girlfriend at the time, and I went whitewater rafting in college. We didn't know what we were getting into, but once it was too late to turn back, we were like, oh, well, and it was insane. Yeah, whitewater <laughs> rafting is, feels very It was very too dangerous. late. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. You're in it. Turn off the current. Turn How, off the river. We're done. I don't know. How do you not know what you're getting in? Did someone just say we're going to go rafting and we're going to get in? That just is confusing to me. I guess yeah. you, until you know, you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. That does remind me of uh, the time we were at, my wife and I, when we were, before we were married, we're at Cedar Point. I think it was before we were married. And uh, we were on one of those uh, rides that takes you up and then drops you several stories, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she did not enjoy it. It was her first time on the ride and it was very, it felt very rickety to her. And she was just like, this is not fun. And it just holds you up there and like it randomizes when it drops you. So you don't know when you're going to drop. And she just did not have a good time. So we get down to the unloading and we go past the unloading still in our car. And the, the person was like, well, this happens every once in a while, you know, just enjoy your second ride. And she was like, nope, shut it down. I want off. I'm not doing this a second time. And she her. literally had them shut down Good. the roller coaster Good. To, to get her off. Get it. Uh, so, okay, yeah. that reminded me of something I forgot about. And it's super on topic. I thought I was going to talk to you guys about my stunt motorcycle driving days, but we're not. <laughs> Okay, that would be a good one. That's a no, good no, answer no, no. to this question. That is the answer because the 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 story I'm thinking of it was not intentionally putting myself in harm's way. Okay, and that is the question. That's the question. The, so I will, the motorcycle stuff is willfully is, putting yourself in yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that I guess I just told you. So that's that. Uh, yeah. I I will. You can ask questions. We can talk more about it if you want to. But that's my answer. As I used to mm -hmm. do stunt motorcycle riding, my mother is in the chat going, she hated it so much. There is she should. There, there's a there's a I have two stories locked in my brain. Um, let me just quickly tell the this two one about the rulers battling in Danae's brain right now. <laughs> one of them wants to get <laughs> out. So one time I was on a roller coaster. And the bar didn't click down all the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I didn't realize it until we were going. And it was a loopy loopy. And they're supposed to check that man. That's, well, that's on them. When they came and they checked it, it wasn't all the way down on my lap. And I remember thinking like, I'm gonna push it down a little more, but it was locked where it was. Mm -hmm. So I knew right out of it that I was gonna have to actually hold on to survive the ride. I don't remember where I was. It was absolutely terrifying though, because it was just enough room between the bar and my lap that I could slip out. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just like I'm literally holding on to this thing uh and thankfully it was only had one one loopy loopy. Yeah. Jeez, that was terrifying. Mm -hmm. It's amazing though, you know? I just I hulked out on it and just held on for dear life. <laughs> I felt she's going myself over the loop, she's hanging from the I bar. I literally you felt know? myself sliding out of it though. And I just kind of like gritted down and hunkered onto it. God, that was terrifying. Well, anyway. as someone who has been uh, over six feet tall since the age of 10, uh, I, I don't remember many roller coaster rides without bars that uh, hurt that your legs. Out of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, that you could slip out of or no? I you don't re I don't remember oh, okay. any roller coaster rides that I felt like I could slip out of the the ride. It's usually yeah. the opposite. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, right, I mean, I'm I kind of looking back through here. <laughs> I guess we'll just start here. So yes, I used to, I, I dated this guy named Brian and he had a motorcycle and he was really uh, analytical about it. Um, and we both were in martial arts at the time. So we were always uh, very competitive and very body aware and very balanced. And um, so we started riding on the motorcycle together and we were like in perfect synchronicity. Uh, we could go around really tight turns and we just both knew how to balance really, really well. And so it just, we got more and more and more experimental as we continued to ride together all the time. It was just what we did. Um, my mother will remember this one. There was one day that we met them somewhere and we were driving from point A to point B and we were riding in front of my mom and dad's car. So we had these signals that we would give to each other 
back and forth that were nonverbal because we were on a motorcycle. And so he taps my leg to do the signal that when it's time to go, we're going to pop a wheelie. So I, I'm prepared for it. And so we go and he goes, and we just, you know, we're up on this and I could hear my mother screaming from the closed (laughs) car behind us. I was so delighted at the time. And now I'm like, I'm so sorry, mom. Um, but yeah, we did stunt riding. I would stand up on the back of the motorcycle and with my arms out and balance, uh, we used to actually be able to switch places, um, where like while we were riding, I could go around the left side and face him and then turn around and go on the right side and face, uh, like just do a full circle around him. Wheelies, um, we could do some pretty interesting tricks. So yeah. It was a it was a lot of fun because it required so much concentration and such a connection to balance. And I I loved that part of the control of it, you know, Um, and it was a rush, obviously. Uh, And then one day, one thing happened. There were no injuries. There was nothing wrong. Uh, There was the bike didn't fall over. It was just we brushed up really close to something that could have been really, really dangerous. And we both instantly stopped. We never did it again. So it was like, okay, let's not do that anymore. Um, And that's I mean, be glad your warning was a non-injury warning because it's not that way for for a lot of people. So (laughs) I don't understand that mindset. Like it's danger. Yeah. I (sighs) like that rush you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is not a rush for me. It is. It is. No, you a... get it when you run on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes to you differently. Uh, yeah, my adrenaline spikes when, like, you know, I'm driving over 65 in a safe vehicle. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not built that way. Uh, JCD says having to stand in the bucket of a skid loader, front end loader tractor, uh, is a time when he's willfully put himself. Uh, in danger um, yeah uh, greg says going to mcdonald's in the middle of a tornado warning in college uh so tornadoes have been spotted and greg's like hey guys let's go to mcdonald's <laughs> or see when i started reading that comment i stopped uh-huh. before tornado and i just thought it was willfully going to mcdonald's, going to McDonald's. The yeah that's, that's the last time oh. i willfully put myself in danger was oh. i decided to hit up the golden arches <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Slab says willing, uh, willingly jumped into my car and drove towards a tornado without knowing where it was. Luckily, I took a wrong turn and it missed it by uh, missed it by a quarter mile. Nice. I've nice. I've done some storm chasing in my day as well. That mm-hmm. was dumb. Just straight up dumb, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Elizabeth says, I decided to go on one of the drop rides to face my fear. Worst idea ever. I had a full-on panic attack halfway through the ride. Very similar to what I was talking about with my wife, except for her. She did the ride, and then they were going to make her do it a second time. And she was like, nope, you're wrong. Stop stop it. Good for her, though. I feel like there was a time in my life when I would have just been like, okay, I can endure this. I'll just make myself go through this again Mm -hmm. so that I don't put somebody else out or a massive group of people who are waiting to get on the ride, I would have put all of their needs above my own. I'm always really impressed with people who just like, like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I think now I would do it, but I most of my life I wouldn't have done that. Matt says, cliff diving in the Hiawassee River as a teenager. Uh, my dad's response to the video went, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Cliff diving is legit. Yo. Again, another thing, jumping off of high places into water. Don't understand it. Never have. No. They made me do the high dive in my swimming lessons when I was a kid. And I was like, this is dumb. You all are morons. Like, what are we <laughs> doing here? <sighs> yeah, I, I've i never really enjoyed that. But the motorcycle thing was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. No, it, it super was. wasn't for me. That's it wouldn't have thing. been for me. Right, 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 right. I'm going like, to pull this over right now, mister. Right, yeah. Our relationship is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking home. That's right. <laughs> no, no, legit. We were on a, a lake in a houseboat with some friends, and they had like uh, jet skis or, you know, whatever. Just the kind you sit on, not the kind you stand on. The kind you sit on and drive around the water. And I was like, nope, not happening. 
I, it's just, it, I, all I see is death and I don't want to die. All I see is death and I don't want to die. So that's, that's what it comes down. Meanwhile, my wife is like, yes, <laughs> and she's out there just like ramping over the wake and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Fun I don't know why I was such a weirdo with that. You're not, you're not weird. Listen, people are built differently. It's just here's, like, I, I would, I would still have, do, I would have like, thought, here's the thing. If I would, if I was back in that, I would have done it again because it was just fantastic. It was fantastic. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I have one example of something that I, and again, it's because I don't see it as dangerous. Um, I would love to skydive. To me, that's no, an that. see. To me, that's an <laughs> exhilaration that isn't dangerous. Standing up on a motorcycle is dangerous. It's legit. You could kill yourself. Like skydiving, you've got a parachute on. They they fail very very, you know, minuscule amount of times. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. So I don't see that. That's you know, that would be the same danger as just driving your car normally. Or I think it's know, just the fears that you want to face. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or the dangers I, yeah. you choose to face. Yeah, I just think people are built differently. Uh, I, I would think, however, that evolution would eventually result in more people who see death everywhere <laughs> than, <laughs> than people <laughs> who em embrace the fear. I would just think that would work itself out over a few generations. But <laughs> uh, Here's one from JCD who says, skydiving? No. Diving with sharks thank you for trying to censor that for me oh. uh hell yes you do i don't i mean obviously i would never i would never that's one i would never do how, how ever i don't understand how diving would be like less scary than skydiving like there so, are no me, an, if me, i skydive there's is, nothing yeah. in the sky that there's no animal in the sky that <laughs> is going to do harm to you know what i mean i may hit well, a bird you know, on my way down bird, but... yes i was gonna say the passing bird although it's not hunting you it could right. it could be very bad yeah, yeah. i have uh, i have done scuba diving and i did not find that dangerous that's another situation where i mean other than being environment aware of animals that are under the water but um but yeah yeah i haven't uh <laughs> I have heard of pigeons. I have heard yeah. of pigeons. Yes. Man, last night, though, was insane at our house. Just a quick, mm -hmm. like, little nod over to, I think, the inspiration for Aaron's story yes, today. Yes, I should have mentioned that. Your neighbors are insane. It um, was absolutely insane. So I think, I think, we're assuming, we don't know, that the neighbor that was doing the big display actually either owns a fireworks display place or... I don't know. Broke Has... some laws. Because <laughs> because some of the stuff they were setting off, I've only seen in citywide like displays. Like, I mean, they had a finale firework that I mean, it must have gone on for five minutes. And I'm assuming they had one light point or maybe a couple light points. But you, it's like hard to coordinate that stuff. You guys and it just here, kept going. Here's and going. the thing. They're going off. And the trail of the spark is like touching the rooftops of the houses in our neighborhood. It was absolutely bonkers. And it was, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars worth it. And, and not like when people say it was thousand dollars of fireworks, right? It wasn't like there was a whole bunch of sprinklers. It was citywide fireworks display stuff. And so I, I live in this interesting neighborhood where the, I live on a triangle and all the houses face in to this open piece of land. And it's not very big. It's probably like a, like a block, right? Mm -hmm. a, little, a little triangle block. And in that is our little public, our little neighborhood pool. And a lot of open places to have picnics and things like that. And that's where they're setting off the fireworks. So our house is facing in towards this. And, and so you literally have all of the neighbors out on their lawns, in lawn chairs, just watching whatever anyone else is is throwing up into the sky uh and we were told when we moved into this house that it's it's nutty you know mm -hmm. that it's it's batty situation um but last year was pandemic year and so we we're like okay that was pretty okay this year I, it, you open the front door to it was as if someone had put a screen in front of the door and they're just showing fireworks it was just right in your face 
you open the door, you walk out, and it's just right in your face explosions, which sounds really cool, but when you think about it, and Aaron, he was wiping shrapnel out of his hair. Yes, yes. I, I <laughs> so, did have uh, embers land in, in on my head, uh, mm -hmm. and they were heavy enough that I felt them. Uh, mm -hmm. Your, you know, aside from, like, aside from the one neighbor who had, like, the one, you know, $10,000 piece of uh, pyrotechnics or whatever. Uh, whatever your, that was. Your neighbors directly, uh, you know, beside you also were setting off some, you know, pretty big um, fireworks. And those, those always scare me because they're in those tubes and you just set the tubes on the street, right? You're not locking them down. I suspect I could be wrong because I don't buy fireworks. I suspect the instructions say that you're supposed to like, like fortify tamp them. those down yeah, and fortify like, them before you set them off. And there's a reason because if, if it those tips fall the over, people die. Um, yeah. So like, you know, and so <laughs> people die. Aaron. <laughs> so <sighs> am I wrong? Like if, if one of those explodes in your chest, like, no. you know, game over. Like, yeah, it, you was know, a, so it was a lot. And it was literally our, if it tipped over, it's our yard. Well, this so, is what I'm saying. So your your neighbors yeah. directly next to you were like, hey, let's set this up a little bit away from us. Oh, right in front of our neighbors who are watching. It's like. It was crazy. I was yeah. like, I wanted to put up like a barricade or something. Um, but I was just, just, it was so funny because I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate on the fireworks in the air because I'm just staring intently at the <laughs> tubes, making sure if one of them tips that I can jump out of the way. Because again, all Dive I see around me is death. Oh death. God. It so. was wild. It I mean, was crazy. I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. So I can quickly move my wife out of the way. I said yes. that incorrectly. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to be clear. Um, mm hmm. A hundred percent. It was a lot. <laughs> Next year, I guess we kind of build some sort of, uh, you know, like that all the hilarious, all the, the clear wall. I just have like a fish like tank a, for my like family. Like a deer blind, like some <laughs> yeah. sort of like group deer blind where we're all staring out the little crack looking at the All the places the that are taking down those, you know, half walls because of the pandemic, you know, like, oh, we can just take mm -hmm. these down now. Like, you know, what? just give them to me and I'm going to construct this sort of igloo dome shaped safety thing with air holes of course guys mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not horrible uh, yeah 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 i just i see death everywhere uh and it's 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 fun being me it's yeah fun. fireworks are insane uh i'm not sure i mean well, yes we're doing this again next year but we'll have to figure out how to I like Cesar's uh, instruction to wear inflatable hamster balls. Um, yeah, there you there go. You go. We'll, just get, we'll just get some of those. I, I do also want to say my mom uh, wanted to leave at some point in time. Um, however, every direction to exit had people in the street putting off fireworks. So it was literally a, are we driving over these ambers? Are, like, how are we leaving? Because <laughs> you're when, stuck. When we pulled in at 5 p.m., your neighbors a few houses down had to clear the road for us. They mm -hmm. already had stuff out there. Like we came in and it was like a like a smoke screen and we were like, What are you doing? And <laughs> yeah. like, we're doing our, you know, pre evening smoke screen show. Our, you know? Our ordinance is ten AM is the earliest you can set up a firework. In fact, I'm guessing that you're gonna hear something in about three minutes. Because exactly oh, yeah. ten o'clock in the morning yesterday, in the morning, yes, you can't see any of the actual fireworks. It's just you're just setting off bombs. Ten o'clock exactly is when the first one went off, and it was a massive explosion. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it's like I was that. awoken uh, several times last night. People in our neighborhood were setting them off until about two a.m. Uh, at least. Um, so, yeah, yep. Yes, yes. Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, you ready to go to you questions? Yeah. Shall we do that? Yeah. Uh, right. You guys, anything goes. Um, so you can ask any question. Doesn't mean we're going to answer any question, but we will do our very best to get to as many as possible. And if you've already put one up in the chat, we're going to scroll back up and try to find them, but you can always add them again. Uh, just put a U in front of it so we can see it easily. All right, we'll start with Greg, uh, who says, on July 4th, what is the time of night where you say, this is ridiculous, people shouldn't be shooting off fireworks at this hour? I'm gonna try to approach this, keeping in mind everybody's view on this, not just my own, um, because mine would be much more restrictive probably than is fair. 
Um, you start at six and you end at nine. Well, no, it's barely dark by nine. I, I would even <laughs> I would shift that to like seven to eleven if it were just me. But I think midnight's fine. I think you know it's once a year. I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it, but I I try to see it from other people's perspective, and then and it's enjoyable to them. Um, but after midnight, I think I think that's I think that's fair. You have you have the Fourth of July. You have the Fourth of July. After midnight, it's the Fifth of July. You're done. That's that's my opinion. So, Danae, what about you? Um, I think that it gets ridiculous after midnight. Personally, um, I just think then you're really not considering that people have kids. But uh, yeah, last night wasn't too bad. Everyone was really respectful, actually. No fireworks in your neighborhood. Off, in, not in, in our ours. neighborhood, yeah, we didn't yeah, have your, your neighborhood was all done. And we're driving back and we see in the direction of our house just huge fireworks still going off. We're like, oh, it's our neighbors that are the craziest. We get back and they're still just like sending stuff up. And like I said, you know, major explosions. It just kept going. I I do wish that it was restricted to just like maybe two days, though. Um, I think it's supposed to be one. But But, yeah, but mostly because just my dogs do not do well. They literally had to have this uh, special kind of like dog treat that has a natural just chill out ingredient mm-hmm. to even survive the evening. And so it was it's a lot. And I think people who have like PTSD and there's just so many people who really suffer throughout this holiday. Um, it's hard. I, I kind of want to add even more restrictions in a way. Um, I mean, you could move to states that have restrictions. I I grew up in but Michigan. No, and... I'm not going to move just for that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's not this way everywhere. Um, yeah, you know, it's, I grew it up really in Michigan. It really is crazy here. And the best, the most you could do in Michigan were like snappers and poppers, mm-hmm. and every everything else was only through. Uh, you had to get uh, certification and to do a show and that kind of stuff. And I like that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I. It's so different. It's just different. It's so completely different, you know, in a place where it's like, hey, go go buy all the boom boom stuff. And it's just like, oh, okay. So yeah. I think yeah. used to it. Uh I will say I saw a funny uh tweet, I believe, that said, Baby, you're a firework. You look terrible in pictures and my dog is scared of you. Um, so <laughs> Ow. Wow. Uh Danger Sweet asks, Is Aaron drinking out of a discard oxygen canister? Yes. No, no, that's a a specific water jug he purchased that has all of his measurements for how much water he's supposed to drink in a day. He drinks that every day. One Mm -hmm. of those a day. Is it a gallon? It's a gallon. Okay. Yep. Uh, And if I could do the same with my food, I would. Uh, But it doesn't work that way with food, unfortunately. Do you mean like you would just put it in a big canister and like drink it? No, I just eat it throughout the day. Like here's here's all my food for the day. I'll just eat it throughout the day, and then when it's gone, I'm done. Those are my calories. But um, let's let's just explore simple. this a little bit simple. more. Sure, Do sure. Go ahead, explore. Like a like a sort of like a, like a soup or, or layers where no, that's oh, what it's I'm a saying. quesadilla layer. <laughs> So do you want to talk about the real world or my magical world? Magical. Well, oh, in the magical world, yes, I would reach into the container and pull mm-hmm. out just you know. Whatever like I was bag hungry of for. You just pull out what you're hungry for. Right. So it. like, oh, I want a cheeseburger. I'd pull it out. Well, that's that many calories. So now when I pull something out next, if I go, oh, I want a piece of pizza. It's like, sorry, there's not a piece of pizza in here. You've oh, so used... it's calorie based. Right. Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. so many calories so... loaded in and you just, right. you, you, so you, like, you oh, do two what's... donuts and you're done. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like what <laughs> else is in here? Oh, a piece of broccoli. I'm good for the rest of the day. Because I kind of wondered if you <clears> meant that it would regulate it for you and just say, here's your next layer that you get. And then you can kind of flavor sure. however you want. So well, let's that say too. That I, too. I want this layer to taste like pizza. And even though it's not. Yeah, I was thinking look, something look, liquidy. When like, like when oatmeal, you... like a flavored oatmeal. Sure. This, people live this so life, gross. by the way. When you're when you're independently wealthy, you know, you hire a nutritionist and people just put food in front of you and that's what you eat. You know what I mean? Like they're. Oh, the wealthy, this is a, huh? This is, this is a real world for some people. But like, I just, you know, for me, I just. It's that's why I love this is I just know this is the water I'm drinking today and I would love to do the same for food, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I think it's just amazing that you even count your calories. I don't, 
I'm I'm way I'm not disciplined. It becomes second that. nature after a point. Like I know if I grab a donut, I'm grabbing about 200, 250 calories, um, especially if it's glazed. If I'm grabbing a piece of pizza, it's about the same. If I'm grabbing a candy bar, that's 200 calories. I uh, stopped listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a bowl of cereal for me because I like big bowls of cereal is about 500 calories. So, Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Good, good for you. Um, did you guys have any other questions? I am looking. Yeah, I saw oh, a few. Oh, oh, it just... Man, my screen just popped. You're fine. Okay. Uh, did we do good burger recipes from JCD? Uh, nope. Planning to make burgers today and wondered what everyone suggests to mix with the meat to add flavor. First mix of all, the, meat. the flavor is in the meat itself. Um, but yes, I do understand seasoning your your burgers. Um, Justin, <clears throat> he started seasoning our burgers with just like a regular, like a a little shaky thing that mm -hmm. he just shakes onto the burger. A shaky thing. That, uh, that'll help JCD out quite mix. a bit. Uh, it's probably called something. There's probably a mm -hmm. title to it. I probably. don't know what it is. But we actually make a marinade for steak, and I really like it whenever he does the burgers on that too. And I can send you the recipe if you'd like. Um, it involves a lot of ingredients, uh, and you just blend them all up and mix a decent amount and then we keep it on hand for steaks and burgers and such. It's it's what I prefer because yes, meat's supposed to taste delicious all by itself, but to me it doesn't. I like to have a little flavor on my burgers. No, you're not. I, I'm the I'm weird like, one. I'm the weird one. Totally. Well, you're you're flavor averse for reasons, not because you're a jerk, because your tongue failed you. There was an interesting uh situation. My wife brought a new sandwich home for lunch. It was like a uh um brisket uh melt it was like a brisket melt and had two types of cheese on it and there were just so many taste like it was all stuff i would like you know but it was just there were so many different tastes that i was just like i, I just i can't i can't do this i think there were onions as well which i don't mind onions onions are mm. fairly neutral Onion. taste um, Still but, delicious. um in fact slab met recommends uh putting grilled onion inside the meat that's one mm -hmm. of the uh things that slab is recommending to you jcd yeah. Something to consider. I recommend going to Five Guys. That's, uh, Question from Breezy. What time did the party end last night slash this morning? Um, I think the last person to leave was Jen. And I want to say it was 10.30 or 11. And we cleaned everything up and were in bed pretty quickly. So it wasn't too late, actually. Um, we've stayed up longer as a family. We've we've definitely been up to midnight before as a as a trio. Uh, whether that's smart to do with a little one or not, I don't mm -hmm. know. And that's, <laughs> we're just doing our own thing. But yeah. um, I, I it feels like we stayed up until three o'clock in the morning. Like our bodies are sore, and the fact that Iris. So uh, this morning, Justin, <laughs> he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go run and do some stuff for work, and then I'm gonna come back. So I'm going to take Iris to childcare because uh, she'll fall back asleep there. And that way you can get up and get around. I'm like, okay. So he gets up, at, he gets her out the door at seven. He scoops her out of bed, takes her to the car, takes her to childcare. And like eight minutes later, he's back with her and puts her back in bed and says, yeah, they're closed. <laughs> so she actually was awake, fell back asleep and slept until almost 10. So nice. yeah, we're all pretty tired. As if we had stayed up way too late. Yeah. Uh, I did want to mention a couple other suggestions for JCD. Uh, mm -hmm. Cesar says, add a bit of beer to the burger mix. Um, and Greg says, you have to try peanut butter on your burgers. And to that I say, I don't have to. But if some people might like that, that is certainly something you can do. Uh, Nick says, you have, I have a seven to eight hour drive to quote unquote, look forward to from upstate New York back to Pennsylvania today. What's the best way to pass that time with three children under eight? Uh, I have experienced three children under eight. I've experienced four children under eight and doing eight hour drives. And I think the answer is unfortunately uh personal mobile devices <laughs> i wondered that's amazing uh no for us because honestly those didn't exist with with our kids for us it was uh finding a way to watch a movie 
uh, in the vehicle. Um, and then there are fun games you can kind of play with the outside world of your vehicle. You know, we've all played the alphabet game or, um, you know, one that maybe you haven't played is bury your cows. That was one that, you know, I used to play on long trips. What? Um, so but you, you never play bury your cows around here. I mean, maybe someone do you, did. Do you want the rules? Do you want the rules to bury your cows? This is yeah. such a Midwest game. So bury your cows is a game while you're driving. Anytime you see cows mm -hmm. uh, on your side of the vehicle. So you play against the other side of the vehicle. Okay. When, when the cows are on your side, you count as many of them as you can before they're out of sight. Okay. okay? And you have to count them out loud. Okay. Uh, and so that's your running score uh, is to, you know, count those cows. If you see a cemetery on the other side of the vehicle, you can say bury your cows and they have to start over. Uh, so <laughs> that is then, such a Missouri game. That's I listen. It was a it was a Michigan game uh, because if so. you if you're doing interstate driving though, are you seeing that many cemeteries? I would think that you would see cows, but I don't know that you would see. You'd cemeteries. be surprised. You'd be surprised. I can tell you because we played this game here. Uh, there is a cemetery right off of uh, sixty. Uh, on the left as you get towards uh, 65. Like, the, you'd, you'd be surprised at, you know, the cows in the cemeteries you see even on the interstate. So, yeah. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. That's really interesting. I was going to say, like, I, I was having memories of uh, longer trips when I was young, but my mom had more time to prep than one day. However, maybe, like, a quick trip to the Dollar General store would be uh, something that you could mm -hmm. potentially do. But my brother had a plastic bin and I had a plastic bin and it had all the different things in it that we could open up and play with. There was snacks. Um, we had the invisible drawing sheets, you know, where you have the weird stinky pen and you just kind of color it. And, and mm -hmm. I used to love those magic. We call them yeah. magic books. Magic books, yeah. I think, is what I used to call them. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. There was also um, little workbooks that had puzzles that you could do, like little games and stuff. Uh, really like the little cheap ones where you could try to move the little um, ball maze type stuff. So it was all really tactile, but that mm -hmm. was before mobile devices. Um, mm -hmm. So I can see the benefit of that. I think if I was going to take Iris on a longer trip, she loves to draw. So we have like a drawing pad back there for her. It's one of the ones where you can press the button and it clears the screen, kind of like a new magna doodle. And she'll just, I mean, she'll literally draw for 30, 45 minutes. Um, she don't, I don't know that she'd play a lot of games. We play I Spy and things like that. And then we also, I'll download episodes of um, Daniel Tiger and things, but rather than have her watch it, we tell her it's a podcast and we just listen to it. <laughs> um, and she loves that. She'll be like, I wanna listen to the Daniel Tiger podcast. And so she doesn't realize that she could actually watch it, but we're just choosing to to listen to it instead. And that way it's not always mm -hmm. about watching things and she can kind of at least work on the part of her imagination. Cause we had these, you know, tapes or things that we listened to um, growing up where it was a uh, theater of the mind, mm -hmm. just different characters that were talking back and forth to each other. And I think there's something really important about trying to develop the imaginative part of our, of our minds. So Mm -hmm. But I think Barrier Cow is a must now, and we have to know how that goes for you. So please play <laughs> that game and tell us how it goes. <laughs> I will tell you how it, I, I will tell you what to be prepared for. Be prepared for long stretches where nobody is counting or saying Barrier Cows. It is kind of one of those games that pops up throughout the trip. So like it's it's kind of one of those, uh, you know, every once in a while somebody will pop up and go cows, and then that side will count, and you know, and then it kind of gets exciting. And then uh, every once in a while, one side will go, you missed a cemetery because, you know. Oh, like <laughs> no. So, um, so, Sonic yeah. says, we used to have these plastic cards with mm -hmm. window sliders with images on the other side. And you would close the window when you saw the image. Oh, kind of like a bingo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a travel bingo. That's exactly what it was. And see, it, even if you only have a data prep, those are things you could print out or you can just even draw and put like a sticky note over it it doesn't have to be you know if you don't have a lot of time to prep for it mm -hmm. um sonic also says or the memory game where you went down the alphabet and you said what you were uh what you were taking on the trip 
that mean mm-hmm. like you had something associated with every single letter of the alphabet and you had to remember Correct. it all? You had to remember you go around in a circle. So like, yeah, I'm going on a trip to such and such and I'm taking an apple. Well, I'm going on a trip to such and such and I'm taking an apple and a banana. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I and think you can do it like really a fun. certain topic, you know, like if you wanted like fruits is what I just did, but could also just be anything. So, yeah. I guess there's also conversations about drugging children happening in chat. And I just want to point out that my mother apparently agrees with someone, drug them. Mother, did you drug me? (laughs) Was that an option for you? Did you do that? We need to talk about that. I'm curious. We do. Yeah. Got some stuff to work out. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you. Thank you for all the you questions, for all the hangout time this morning. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Yes, Uh, we do. Uh, it is it is awesome to hang out with you all Cheers and, uh, to you and all. have these times on Mondays and someday, some days. Uh, um, before we go, for my uh, friends over on Twitch, I will uh, instigate a raid. So hang out for a second and I will make sure that such, we all get to go to some place together. You're such an instigator. You're such an instigator. Well, I know our podcast is ending, but the Twitch show shall continue. <laughs> Uh, as always, you can check out the stuff down below if you want to follow us on the socials. Uh, if you want to make sure you hit subscribe, hit the bell, whatever the case may be, whether you're watching YouTube or Twitch uh, or the social network that shall not be a named book, uh, you can you can do any of those. And uh, you can also support. You can join Team DNA. It's a simple five bucks a month. Helps keep this show going and uh, provide for fun new stuff, including a possible D&D campaign once we get to 41 members of Team DNA. And I will tell you, the 36 current members of Team DNA are begging you to join. (laughs) They've been waiting for a while for this D&D. You can check all that out at patreon.com slash studio DNA if you like. And uh, we'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time.